Welcome to the Team GB <laughs> Team GPT podcast. Uh, this yeah, we have our we have our special guest Dan today, who's not even weighing in enough for his class. We just talked about that in the last one, but he should actually gain weight. You should eat a sandwich. Uh-huh. Dan, say hi. Hi, I prefer. That's like- it. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Until you eat a sandwich against what? Hey, donuts. There's donuts right there, dude. Thank you, and to Flanders. Sponsor. As always, Brian. Say hi. Hello. Myself, Ryan. Owner of the podcast. Owner. SI, it says owner of the podcast. Flanders, this guy. Uh, we're going to do a little bit different one this time. We're just going to talk about like stress and how it relates to training and coaching and things that we can maybe do to help regulate the stress as much as possible. Um, we've got someone here who's got way too much outside life stress, mm-hmm. so this is probably a terrible person to have this podcast with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got another one here who... <laughs> Probably doesn't handle all the stress as well no. as he's doing. Like has a nice little weight drop right before the meet. Yeah, um, that's my favorite. And then we got someone here that uh, just coaches everyone and deals with the stress of everyone. Yes. So um, this should be a terrible podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We have a dazzling um, spectrum to work with. So uh, the question, the the actual question that was, how does stress outside of the gym affect training, and how do you adjust that as a coach or an athlete? Um, so I'll start, and then you guys can talk about your own kind of experiences, I guess. Sure. Um, I mean, everything we're doing is stressful. So, your your job, school, your multiple jobs, um, your boyfriends, your girlfriends. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean you two. I meant like for the listeners. Very I just like the direction um, where you headed. Direction um, oriented hand towards me. Um, nutrition, uh, sleep, uh, training. All these things are stress. So, we're looking at it as like, what can we actually control? Um, you really can't control your job. You're not going to be able to control school. Um, you can control your training. You can control your nutrition, your sleep. Um, you can. <laughs> not, everyone, you. not everyone you does. Yes. Yes. Um, so, I mean, first off, the things that we can do to try to make this better are try to get enough sleep and try to eat correctly, which I know a lot of powerlifters don't necessarily like to do. Uh, it's getting a little bit better. People are realizing you know, how much that helps. Uh, I know here we have... Like 12 or 15 of our members now are working with Al, who's our team registered dietitian. Hey, Al. Albus Dietetics. Um, it's not that real name. It's, it's, it's but, uh, but anyway, um, and they're starting to see like how much of an effect it does have on their training. Um, so nutrition is a huge aspect. Um, getting enough sleep. Just talked to, to Mags, one of our lifters, who she was talking about next Friday. She's got a concert that she's going to. So I was like, do you really want to deadlift heavy Saturday? She's like, nope, good point. Not Saturday, Sunday. Because she's not going to get any sleep Saturday night. So why do it Saturday and have a bad day because you didn't sleep at all? Mm-hmm. So she's going to take the time to recover, come in Sunday, hit a heavy day, pull a ton of weight. Um, and then training. And that's the one that I think we're actually going to try to talk about the most here is how can you adjust your training as a lifter or as the coach? How can you adjust the training for someone to make sure that we're getting the most out of it Without, I don't necessarily like the term overtraining. I don't think ever, I, overtraining is a scientific term that I don't think many people are overtrained. Um, but maybe just under recovering and just not getting enough yeah. recovery, so you're not performing up to your standard. Um, and we just talked about this in another uh, podcast, but we talked about auto regulation. Um, I think lifters need to be able to understand themselves. And as a coach, I can't be there with you for every single set you do. So I can't say go up five, go down five, whatever. But you need to be able to know that if, if you didn't sleep at all last night or you came in on Saturday morning and you haven't eaten breakfast yet and you're not feeling great, then 
maybe you're not going to push all of your work as hard as you possibly can. You want those are one of those days you just got to get the work in, just just get it done, mm-hmm. move on, have another day where you can do everything correctly and just have a better day. Um, and that's where you have to like pull back a little bit, and that lack of stress from training from having an easier day will hopefully let you recover in every other aspect of your life. Um, as a coach, if I know someone's going through a very stressful time through whatever, and you and I were just talking about this with coming up with finals, yeah. uh, you know, finals time, I coach a lot of college athletes. Like this is a point where the next few weeks, everyone, well, when this podcast comes out, it would be way back. Uh, but we're, you know, we're at the end of April right now. The next couple of weeks are going to be finals and, Training is going to take a little bit of a backseat because you can't just say no to your finals and do poorly. So you have to exactly. you have to study for that and go to class and, and worry about that. So as that stress level goes up, as a coach, I'm going to pull back and maybe we're not going to go as intensely or maybe we'll uh, just do less volume depending on the person, like what, what we're going to work on um, and where we are in the program to see how we can handle it. Um, I guess I'll shut up a little bit and like, you know, how do you, like you guys, like, <clears throat> let's start with you since you're probably the worst at it on the planet. Uh, Dan was in the hospital like a day ago and then came in and tried to do a double today, you know, cause that's how Dan rolls with stress. Um, so tell us what not to do. Everything I do. <laughs> um, so kind of take this as a, as a guide to avoid. Um, so talking about external stressors i mean obviously um i'm a full-time pharmacy student um i do work during the week i'm currently on a software development team and i coach 16 athletes so i mean objectively it seems like a lot and subjectively it is a lot but i think you know managing stress is is the key and not, and not really, like, setting up timetable to get everything done. More of just finding, you know, finding things that you enjoy and, and really just using that time that you do have to enjoy, like, certain things. Like, coming in, like, I, I haven't been feeling well lately. Um, I went to bed at 6 a.m. last night. Uh, I had some work I had to do. So I slept three hours and I came in. And I don't get to come here a lot. Um, I texted him on Friday with an ambitious request saying, could I do a double? Came in, I did about a set of bench, and I said, no, uh, not, not going to work. And I, you know, I, think, I think doing that and enjoying the time with you know, people I really like and people I care about is more important to me right now than you know, doing a workout because all that external stress destroys your training if you don't try to find things you enjoy you know and and one like especially especially going into a meet like I was supposed to do the May 6th meet um but again I sleep probably 12 hours a week which isn't good and so I said no we're gonna wait till you know finals are over and my exams are over and we're gonna do a meet during the summer and and from an athlete's perspective perspective having a coach that's really understanding about that is is important uh because a lot of the things i do doesn't make sense to the average person or the world uh or the world or the non-average person um so from an athlete's perspective it's really important to have a coach that understands um that lifting isn't the most important thing in your life and that 
as you say, life does happen. Um, so I, I think that's that's super important. And and being a coach, I coach you know I coach a lot of students too who go through, you know, like the whole finals thing. And the thing I tell them is like, you know, like like the example with Max, you know, she wants to go to a concert on Friday. You know, she's stressed from work. To me, as a coach, that's more important than her waking up, you know, Saturday morning and crushing those deadlifts because you shouldn't sacrifice things that you enjoy for, you know, one day of training if you if you really want to if you really want to or to turn around though a little bit like even if this is something that maybe this is your this is your enjoyment yeah, yeah exactly maybe exactly. this is, maybe this is your stress relief because a lot of people do use training as a stress relief in regard of you still have to prioritize. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you love to train, but uh, finishing pharmacy school is going to be a little bit more important yeah. than your bench today. Yeah, exactly. So, like you just said, like not doing the May meet, uh, waiting until after finals is done, and doing a meet in the summer is smarter because you blowing off school to come train is just a ridiculous concept. Yeah, it's, yeah. So you have to prioritize accordingly. And we were just talking with, with one of our other lifters, um, Steve's. Uh, uh, doctor of physical therapy student and he yeah. just did a meet a couple weeks ago and he said he would have loved to have done the, the May meet here but it's right around his two year uh, cumulative testing and he's like there's no way I can study for that and train for me at the same time so we did a little bit of a different meet to make sure he could do what needed to be done but he still got his training and still did his meet um, so I said kind of taking a little bit different we're like going to, towards you um, and you can you can expand on everything but I know like for you uh, we always talk about how, like, you know, you're you're a little overweight right now, a couple pounds over your weight class. It's <laughs> a really nice thing to and, say. Uh, and, That's uh, yeah. and guaranteed you're going to drop, like, 8 to 10 pounds yeah. right before the meet because yeah. uh, not even so not, not – even, and I think for you it's more – it's not actually your own training. Yeah. It's the fact that you've been coaching people now for a little over a year and you've got people lifting and you're – more worried about what they're doing, so you yep. stress out, and then you end up not eating accordingly, and all yep. of a sudden you drop ten pounds, and yeah. oh yeah, I made weight easy, and I was didn't yeah. didn't have to do anything. So uh, isn't always the healthiest approach, but it's the approach that I've expected now. With now, I mean, when we go to nationals and we're handling twenty to thirty people throughout the week, and never leaving the warm up room and not eating except for like donuts and whatever food we could find, baby powder, baby powder. Yeah, I usually eat baby powder. It's, it's good. You just inhale it? Yeah. The Nationals but, cough. Yeah. That's... Babe butter and chalk. That's... Seems a bit much. Anyway, um, uh, I've gotten used to that happening. Where the point, like, I do want to control everything outside I can about, you know, nutrition and uh, calories, everything I can control to make sure my weight's steady, but I, it's coming to the point where I do, for certain meets, like this meet, like, I'm helping you run the meet, I'm coaching, and I'm competing... Um, so it, it, the stress I know at this point take a toll on uh, my nutrition, and uh, I drop weight anyway. So I've adapted to that. Um, but the, obviously the biggest thing for me is like uh, my timing is terrible, just in life. Like it's just not my strong point. <laughs> so uh, that's the biggest effect on my training. Like today I was going to train, and then I forgot we were filming a podcast, so I didn't train. Uh, but I'm going to have to make, like, an hour or two next week to make up for it. And even, like, we, I, I pulled back from usually doing four days a week to three days a week um, because I'm busy with work and 
sometimes when I'm in here, I'm not, you know, exactly focused on my training itself. Maybe I'm doing something else and I get sidetracked. Uh, but I think for me, the biggest thing, uh, I guess I would relate to stress is just timing, is, is learning how to, like, if you have school and if you have work, making sure you plan ahead to set, you know, what you can do, but like even like a couple hours in the gym and if you just split up a workout between a few days or uh, managing that is my biggest Well, I think issue. you just said, and I think that was smart, is like that it's not that you, you didn't say, okay, I'm stressed with all these things, so I'm going to give up training. Yeah. You're still mm-hmm. training. You just made a conscious decision to go from four days a week to three days a week. <clears throat> yeah. It's not like by losing that fourth day that your training is going to be garbage. No. Uh, you just deadlifted a PR mm-hmm. last week. Uh, you squatted like ninety eight percent, I think, of your max like a week ago, and and you benched like ninety eight percent. So even like under a stressful time, your numbers are as good or better than what they've been yeah. in the past. So it's like you've you've adjusted accordingly to make sure that works. Um, and again, I'm looking ahead. Like I know that's this snapshot in time, but right. like over the year, if I look back on like what I did, or if I look back in the last past two years, three years. I know I'm still progressing because I'm doing what I can and managing mm-hmm. to do what I can do. And that's, I think, the whole point of this, like, this stress talk is, like, prioritizing correctly to make sure that you get what needs to be done in mm-hmm. and that you can still do what you enjoy. Managing the time you have and, left. And yeah. yeah um, we were talking about one of our lifters before. We've got, actually, two of our lifters are on very different ends of the spectrum. We have one lifter, Ayla, who's here six days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got someone, Stephanie, who's here three days a week. Yeah. Um, both are still progressing. Yeah, both are progressing, and nothing, it's not a shot either one. Ayla's got more time to be able to be in the gym just based on her uh, life's stresses right now, where Stephanie has a little bit less time to be in the gym. So she's here three days a week. It, you know, Ayla's got six, Stephanie's got three. Most of our lifters are probably four days a week. Uh, some shoot for five. That sometimes happens, sometimes doesn't. Um, but they're all getting their work in. They're all training accordingly. Um, and just finding what you need to do to make sure that you can control that and still progress. If you're finding that you're not progressing or you don't want to train or you're just tired and beat up all the time, then something needs to change. Yeah. The easiest thing to change is your training. Um, maybe you need to pull back uh, just to just to recover a little bit more. Maybe you need to eat a little bit better. Um, sleep more. Maybe you need to sleep more. Maybe you need to supplement a little bit better to make sure that you're getting in what you need. And as I say that, both of us are drinking caffeinated drinks here. Yeah. Which might not be the best option, but, you know. <clears throat> it's an option. More of the one lines of, like, the supplements help you recover, um, you know, help you sleep a little bit better. Or making sure you're getting enough of the protein in so you can, so you're eating correctly. And so, like, if you're, you know, you didn't eat because we're on the, on the floor coaching everyone mm-hmm. instead of having... Flanders donuts over here. Yeah, that's um, you know a protein shake would probably be a little bit smarter. Yep. Um, still have the donut if you like it. Yeah. Again, that's another stress thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, planning comes down to it, and I talk about this all the time. Like I'm, I, I think I'm a very good planner. That doesn't mean I'm a very good executioner. That's. A- is it executor or executioner? I don't execute well. I don't think I'm able to execute as an executioner. <laughs> So you're and very still, good at killing people. Um, <laughs> I plan very well, but like I don't always follow through on my own on my own plan. I need to execute better with that. Yeah. Um, but I'm very good at the fact that like if someone says to me, "Hey, I need like 
I just don't have the time right now. Yeah. Okay, this is how we're going to adjust the plan, blah, 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 and we yeah. can get it to happen. And you can still you can still do what you want to do and still progress at it and not bury yourself. But that's, I mean, that's, I guess from the coach's side, like, you've seen so many angles, whether it be on meet day, something happens, or training, and uh, that you're able to adjust on the fly. And that's like... From a coach's point of view, I guess, like, having uh, uh, different directions to go based on someone's stress level or someone, you know, missing a lift and their stress level based on that, um, that's a really valuable skill to have because that's, like, I mean, we've been to meets where, like, you feel like the world's ending because one little thing goes wrong, but then the next time, like, oh, I've done that before. It's fucking easy. This is the one thing you do. So in, in managing stress in that respect from a coach's point of view, that's, like, one of I think the most valuable things that I'm still learning that you could uh, learn to not feel like the world's falling in on you every time one little thing happens. So, or just fake it, or fake it. Fake it. I've I've said this on an old podcast. Um, I'm really good at uh, looking like I'm in control on meet day. <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean that I'm not losing my mind as everyone's warming up and yeah. taking attempts. But I think you just described my mental status all the time every day. Hours a day. <laughs> but you need to be able to have that state of control even if it's faking it a little bit until until, yeah. you, until you actually get it done. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's if you could manage the stress that happens and filter it to your lifter, that's probably a pretty good skill to have. I think we're going to call that one here today, right? Yeah. Uh, Trekkie done a little short, so uh, this is a Team GPD podcast. I'm going to do it for Syed here. He's in the background right now. Uh, TeamGPT.com if you're interested in coaching or anything. Uh, big thing, Instagram, TeamGPT. We're on iTunes now. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I don't know what else. Patreon. No, We're not. He keeps Patreon. doing that. Um, I don't know what Patreon is. Uh, give, us, give us a listen. Okay. Send in your questions. <laughs> no one's listening to me anymore, even though I'm the host right now. Are we at Pornhub? Um, no. These no. are all getting edited. <laughs> um, yeah, send us your questions and we'll see what we can do. Thank you so much for listening. To send in questions, DM me on Instagram at Syed underscore likes underscore stuff. Follow the gym on Instagram at Team GPT. For more information about the gym, visit GleasonPerformance.com and join the team. For online coaching, go to teamgpt.com.